Ahoy there, my divine weebs of weed and newcomers. And welcome to a new episode of Faded Breaks, the original cannabis and anime experience. I am your host, Elaine the Muse, chief executive illustrator and creative producer of Faded Lane, the visuals plug of cannabis. Ooh, a different spiel today. Today, I am covering Delta 8 Flower by Kush Collective, specifically Strawberry Cuff. I'll be getting into this 8-gram delight that I enjoyed of weed light, as people call it. And I will get, be getting into anime trailers that have dropped, what we can anticipate through the fall into 2023. And I'll cover that shortly. But I do really want to get into video game music, specifically Sonic the Hedgehog and... Uh, Final Fantasy 7, or not Final Fantasy, just Final Fantasy in general. At least the ones I've listened to. Um, and maybe Bayonetta. Maybe. But that said, this podcast typically goes for about 30, 40 minutes. May push into the hour mark because I am talking about multiple things in the anime nerd media segment. But overall, hope you enjoy this experience. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at Elaine the Muse or Instagram under Faded Lane. Both of those links are in the show notes. And if the anything in the ads appeals to you as they will tell you, again, links are in the show notes. And if there's anything of interest that you wish to discuss or point out, there's also a link to voice messages for things for, for us to talk about and whatnot. So I'm going to hop right into this and make yourself comfortable. Roll you up something nice. Well, however you consume or if you don't consume, have a little bit of tea. This is all about enjoyment. And let's get faded. Ho ho. Faded Lane is the elite solo-powered illustration studio helping cannabis brands forge timeless creative solutions that sell, particularly with illustration. As the host of Faded Breaks, naturally, I'm going to push my own shit. <laughs> and it may be a benefit to you, but a benefit to someone that you know and value. So... My business, I specialize in illustration services and somewhat as a subsidiary or supplement supporting aspect to that. Also creative direction as a creative producer, creative direction, production and consulting specifically with developing creative campaigns, whether it's narrowing down your brand story baking in the elements of brand lore which is my visualized concept for developing out your brand into a world and you know visualize that let's play with some escapism 
whether that is getting packaging package art on your packages or other forms of products as well as merchandise or apparel designs illustration designs potentially a mural using the basics of either my more fantastical style or a more toned down style where I use visual noting or sketch noting which is visualizing information which is essential for content especially if you create an ongoing series that your audience looks forward to and you can turn that into merchandise or digital products or nfts all things that we can work on not just from my experience as an artist but as a business professional who wants to see you thrive as I thrive because this is a win-win situation so if that has gotten you going head on to the show notes go to fadelane.com follow me on instagram fadelane or twitter at the muse and I look forward to seeing you there be sure to if you're curious want to get more involved before you reach out or just get a taste for what I produce check out the forged by faded podcast updates dailyish, and there's also the art biz and chill newsletter that goes out every first third and fifth friday i'll see you there all right hopping straight into the Cannabis segment, like I said, I'll be talking about Kush Collective's Kush Classic Delta 8 Flower. It is, or it was, because I have smoked it all. An 8 gram bag, smoked it in less than a week. Not proud of myself for that. Try to do like an eighth a week. And I just got hella greedy with this. But this strain cultivar flavor whatever is sativa strawberry cough and i was pleasantly surprised with these terpenes um there's another like maryland based brand that i've been buying from i'll potentially talk about in the next episode and i think i don't know if it's like how the smoke shop i'm buying it from is packaging it but that should be hella dry this shit was just wow I was very impressed, Um, especially like the appeal to me is I have not renewed my medical card. I'm potentially not doing that until June or I won't so I can own a gun (laughs) because you got to make those decisions in this wild west of a country. But let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, I just enjoyed smoking this. Of course, like the first day when it hit, it really hit like the first two days. So I guess I just went overboard. But I swear, like the first day, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, I consume. Um, I guess not so much for it. I can say for mental health reasons, but also mental health and physical health reasons i do have back spasms but at this point other than when i get out of shape or i'm not exercising regularly 
Um, it is a matter of psychosomatic symptoms. So anxiety and just past traumas because I withhold a lot of anger or withheld a lot of anger because I ain't doing that shit no more. Uh, my muscles respond by tightening and it hasn't been, well, it really wasn't until I started consuming cannabis that I really, and especially with like CBD involved, that I even became conscious of that. So that's been an ongoing thing. And when I did purchase this, I did realize that I wasn't consuming as intentionally as I would have liked because when I hearken back to when I first became a medical patient and I was smoking every day, it finally clicked in my head because I had to make sense of all the jumblement over the years that I was consuming for spiritual reasons. I would smoke before I meditated and I would just have an intention of, oh, this is what I'm working through. These are the feelings that I am feeling and sitting with and journaling about and all of that got lost in the maelstrom of fury and other cocktails of emotions that consumed me thanks to years of chronic stress and being around talentless cowards who were just the bane of my existence so never making that decision again but Going back to this flower again, like I have the packaging and I'm low key kind of keeping it because it still smells like it. Like it still smells like this strawberry cough. It has strong, just I guess the strawberry terps. I checked the COA, the certificate analysis, and I didn't see any results about the specific terpenes in it. So I have no clue. But. What else can I say? I enjoy Delta 8. Uh, of course, it comes down to making sure you research the buyer. You can kind of just get it anywhere, but you still want quality. You still want quality involved and you want to get it ideally from a source who can help you. So like CBD shops, not random dollar mart <laughs> shop and smoke shops that I've been to where they're just trying to make a dollar it's just i know what i'm looking for i know what i want and there's no cbd shops in my neighborhood that are within like a 10 minute drive it's not like i have to drive particularly far but yeah i'm gonna go to the fucking smoke shop and i'd seen this stuff i've been looking at it for maybe like a year six months or so that i've been seeing it because again, it's a big ass bag, $50 for eight grams, which you, you get more, you get a little bit more than a quarter. How can you, what's better than that? But for me, the Delta eight was so that my brain wasn't getting tranquilized and I wasn't getting too lost in my hedonism as uh, cannabis tends to put me in when I overconsume, or I just consume too much. I just want junk food and I just want to indulge in a lot of not very beneficial things to like an extraordinary, I don't want to say like an extraordinary degree, but like an extended degree 
too much time. So this again with my more intentional consumption and just, uh, yeah, I'm just, so I can really say is that I'm satisfied with this purchase and I'd recommend this specific product. Um, I, I'm not going to do the research involved with the packaging, but yeah, they, they did a great job with the packaging. I don't know where, actually, I think when I saw in the COA, this company is based in Oregon where, I don't know, I guess maybe they just have more thought involved with their packaging because especially if you're selling all over state lines as is legal with hemp flour in states where hemp flour is legal and Delta eight is not banned that, you know, got to consider maintaining that quality along the way, but just buy it. (laughs) If you see it, Uh, you can check my Instagram to see what the packaging looks like. But the one that I got, I'm guessing maybe it's old because I've because the other packages that I was looking at because they have like an indica hybrid quote unquote packages. I have to first Tiva, like I said, I'm not trying to go to sleep, be put down. I like smoking and going throughout life in the day. So I did see with the other packages, I guess there was like a zip lock whereas this is more like a it's like I guess a standard it's a ziplock bag but the other ones have like an actual like zipper on them that's what I'm trying to get back get at but other than that I plan to get it again right now as I'm as of this recording I want like a two-day break just for like actually smoking like the I'm feeling like the damage I'm feeling it in my lungs and my throat and my I think that's about it and like coughing and whatnot so clearing that out I gotta get some herbs because I've thanks to TikTok learned about random lifing things that are good for me so there are like herbs you can consume that do help with repairing and soothing respiratory system your lung your throat and all of that so gotta look in gotta look back into that get those and i yeah i'll definitely do an episode talking about those but what else yeah that's pretty much it buy it (laughs) if you're into delta eight if you if Delta nine is too much for you or it's not easily accessible or you're low, you're on a budget and your plug ain't picking up the phone or whatever's happening. You can go to a smoke shop, potentially a gas station, but hit up a CBD shop or go to a smoke shop and pick up Kush Collective. Kanban is officially here to jam, baby, with the Indokanban.com. Don't forget the www in front of it, which is my cannabis art brand personifying the most talented of cannabis molecules as music entertainers. 
be it cannabinoids like queen CBD to the zesty limonene of Terpy, the subgroup of the band known for K-pop and R&B aesthetics. You can represent your favorite molecule or molecules or the entire band with digital products like printable wall art, wall calendars, 18 months starting from July 2022, and merchandise such as masks, gonna need them bitches, aprons, coasters, backpacks, and other miscellaneous things that will expand over the months to come. If you would like to see the development of the visual note style, be sure to look up Faded Lane, my company that is the oversight. And you can see development via your Faded Hour on my Faded Lane accounts. See videos via Pinterest, the Indocanban Pinterest account, or follow me on TikTok at The Laneiverse. Details, links, everything are in the show notes. And come enjoy the band. All right, we are hopping into the anime segment. Quickly just going to run down these trailers that have come out. And then hop into the video game segment. Video game music segment. So, Chainsaw Man has been highly anticipated. That trailer came out a year ago, and MAPPA has promised us that now it is coming out this year. So, there is that to look forward to, as I said before, and covered in previous episode. The Made in Abyss Season 2 trailer. Actually, I think when I record the Season 2 trailer, or no, when I record the Made in Abyss episode, I don't think the full trailer was out yet. So that's here, and it's spectacular. It's like, it's an actual trailer with like animation and shit. (laughs) So there's that. And maybe it was a fever dream that, my Hero Academia season six's trailer came out. I know they announced it, like it's coming out this fall. So there's that. And of course, that's hella exciting. I am about to start rewatching it because I need to feel like a hero and get my emotions. And, you know, everybody on, or maybe people are over like the whole villain arc shit, but nah, bruh. I'm out here trying to be all might. <laughs> well, maybe not all might, but you know, he's number one or he was the number one hero. So gotta aspire to be like all might, yo. No matter who you are. So next up is Tokyo Revengers season two. That is returning. That unexpected favorite of mine. I just ended up watching it because I think it came on right after My Hero Academia simulcasted on Saturdays. And at first I thought it was stupid. And then I got drawn in by the brotherly love and fraternal bonds just of middle school brawlers. (laughs) 
So I did really get into the manga. The manga is actually like in the last chapter. So I've been binging that shit and keeping up with that as it comes out every other week now or whenever it drops. But definitely watch Tokyo Avengers. I need to do an episode. I don't believe I've done an episode covering it yet. So I definitely need to do an episode on Tokyo Avengers because I love that shit. So excited for that. The Excited to see those chapters animated and everything. Next up is Mob Psycho. I think it's season three of Mob Psycho. And Mob is always a pleasure to come back to. Um, That was... Yeah, I believe that was like a full trailer. It wasn't like a bullshit. So we did get to see some fresh new animation. And we got to see... You know what the plot's gonna be about, like mob growing up, becoming popular, and I guess he's we're circling back to uh, I think what was it like the helmet head cult, like the cult that started developing underground because of that from like shit from season one. So that's gonna be a thing. I forget when that's dropping. It's coming out this year, and I feel like it's coming out soon. Actually, it's not gonna be a full anime. I could be wrong. Yeah, I should read. Uh, I don't research everything before I start these podcast episodes. So, you know, it'd be like that. Last, as far as full seasons or full like shows and whatnot, Demon Slayer, of course, I think a couple weeks after, maybe like the same, I don't think it was the same day, but like a couple weeks within 30 days of the end of. I guess it was season two. So this is season three. So we're entering season three of Demon Slayer. I don't know when this bitch is coming out. Didn't check. But, you know, always exciting. Always exciting for more Demon Slayer. And one of those things I wasn't planning to really get into. But hit my heart. I'm not into anime for the fight scenes. It is just beautiful to look at. It's very colorful. And UFO table is killing it. So excited for that. And last, I have not watched this trailer yet, but it dropped over the past couple of days as of this recording in May. A Suzume no Tojimari. Suzume's door locking, which is a Makoto Shinkai film. I really love Makoto Shinkai and just... I think his studio is called Comics Wave. The animation is always just beautiful. The colors are excellent. The storytelling is... I just like more grounded storytelling. There can be fantastical elements. I do enjoy magical realism. But... Uh, his, his films typically touch on romance, romantic relationships, and things like that. So... It's going to be great. It's going it has to be great, right? So, that's it for the trailers and announcements that have come out. Feel free to hit me up about what you're excited about. Go check those out and let me know what you think. Welcome to the segment on video game music, particularly highlighting Sonic the Hedgehog and Final Fantasy. This is just an overview since I believe each of these deserves their own 
accolades and attention, especially because I'm talking broadly about, I guess, the franchise. So, what came first? I believe Sonic, yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog came first for me as far as music. I'm talking, so there's a, a huge gap in the amount of time in the games I was playing. So... I didn't get Sonic when it like first arrived on the market. But I guess when I was around 13 years old, ooh, 20 years ago, I got a Sega Genesis before GameStop existed and there was Funko Land. And I got a Sega Genesis and all the Sonic games. So Sonic 1, 2, 3, Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic 3D Blast, Sonic Spinball, I think that was all of them. And then I got that dolphin game. Echo or Eco. Whatever. Why did I end up buying Sonic? I think some cousin had a Genesis. And that was the beginning of this long relationship that I've been in. So given that it was on Genesis and there weren't voices and cutscenes and all that shit, it's just a side scroller. As it goes to those games back in the day, so it's just you got music as the backdrop and it's kinda like the same thing with Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy didn't have voices in it until Final Fantasy ten on the PS two. And that was like a huge fucking deal. So it's just like you're gaming, you're vibing and there's no people talking. So all there is is music. And if you plan for hours, especially like with Sonic, when you keep dying over and over again and getting game overs and continues like I did, inevitably, you become indoctrinated in the game sounds. And it's just something really smooth about Sonic. And I'm sure as most humans know, who've at least played the games up to this point, it's like there's a certain level of prowess. You know, there's some love that was put into them tunes because Michael Jackson was involved with Sonic 3. And they didn't announce that until after he died because he didn't like the 8-bit sound. You know, the technology could handle but so much and be expressed with so much. But Michael Jackson was involved with the development of the Sonic 3 soundtrack. And he's the king of pop man like he's the king of music and if he's involved in sonic you know that shit's icy so i don't know it just became when i wasn't yeah it just became background music for cleaning or washing dishes when i was a kid eventually when i got to college and started taking my first set of art courses on the college level that was what I was listening to, whether it was like in the classes where, yeah, it was, it was a drawing class, but we had a model every week. So, and we could just have headphones and shit. So I didn't listen to that while I'm like doing art and when I was working on projects at home. So again, it just became the backdrop of just getting shit done and being hype. And it always puts me in a good mute, in a good mood. I am the queen of Sonic and Knuckles, especially when you put the Sonic 3 cartridge on that bitch. I am the queen of Knuckles <laughs> with the Genesis. Like, I can get Hyper Knuckles, where you get the Chaos Emeralds, you can get the Super Chaos Emeralds, 
Yeah, I killed that shit because I it was many summers. My parents, because they being inner city uh, descendants, I guess <laughs> they they grew up in the city. So it was around a bunch of rough shit. So they kept me sheltered and made me stay at people's houses over the summer. So I always just took the Genesis, hooked it up, and I played that until they dropped me off like 8, 9, 10 a.m. Until they picked me up at between 5 and 7 p.m. <laughs> so... I was, you know, it's a lesson in, you know, how you got to put in your 10,000 hours. I put in my 10,000 hours with Sonic and Knuckles. I can get relatively far in Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic 2, that's a bit of a wash. Sonic 3 by itself, that's a bit of a wash. Sonic 3 Blast, I haven't beat, yeah, I never beat it, but I got to maybe the second to last level. Sonic Spinball, I think I only got to like the second level. But, man, this then leads into Sonic Mania because, like I said, that, that's like a huge gap. I never had a Sega Dreamcast, wasn't interested in playing Sonic or Shadow the Hedgehog when it was on PS2, blah, blah. So I just left that shit alone and I didn't like the newer Sonic the Hedgehog design. So I just left it alone and when they announced Sonic Mania for the PS4, I lost my shit I haven't beaten it, but I did buy it day one. <laughs> I haven't played Sonic Mania Plus yet, but when it first dropped and they showed the demo of Maru- Mirage Saloon Act 2, ooh, that sound was flossy. And once I started playing the game, it's just like, it's just so good. I'll be driving around listening to this shit. Sometimes I play in the morning, I'm making breakfast. I'm going to be listening to that shit when I clean the house tomorrow. It's just hype. I was lost my shit on TikTok. Put it out in the world. Told everybody it's on Spotify. It was the happiest day of my life. So there's that. Same thing applied when the Final Fantasy soundtracks ended up on Spotify in 2019. I was ecstatic. Because I had been waiting for that shit forever. I had paid for YouTube Premium. Because all I'm paying for really is because I don't feel like dealing with the ads. But I'm not really that deeply involved watching video content. That's more than 10 minutes. Or 15 minutes really. So I got YouTube Premium so that I could listen to Final Fantasy music on there. So when they put that shit on Spotify... Which I already have premium. I've had premium for I guess like the past five years. Uh, it's just so good. And they don't have the entire discography of all Final Fantasy. And it took them like a year to finally put the Final Fantasy 7 remake soundtrack on there. Which burned me up. But ultimately it's just a pleasure. Like it's just it feeds my inner child to listen to this music because it's just I have no epic tales of Final Fantasy of my Final Fantasy gameplay. I have played six, seven, eight, nine, ten, a little bit of twelve. I beat fifteen. 
I did loosely get into 11 at one point. And I have been wanting to put, and I did play Final Fantasy 3 when it was on the Nintendo DS. I think that's, <laughs> that's what the first one was called. Uh, it's been so long. But it's just, I think that's what got me into really appreciating an orchestra. And there's just so much heart involved. Like, I had made a Facebook status a couple days ago about how, like, Nobuo Uematsu, like, the main composer of Final Fantasy music, the king of video game composition, deserves an Emmy before he dies. Like, this man he's so wholesome and great i had the pleasure of going to like a final fantasy uh other worlds concert where it's like it's an orchestrated event that you attend and i do want to do that again i know they did a tour of the final fantasy 7 remake music which which masashi hamauzu who was mainly at the helm of producing or composing most of the music for Final Fantasy X was involved. I really love his sound. Final Fantasy X, if I could compare, Final Fantasy X was number one for me until the Final Fantasy VII Remake soundtrack came out because it's more orchestrated. I think, I mean, it's also tying with Final Fantasy XV because Yoko Shimamura. She's the main composer of the Final Fantasy, uh, not Final Fantasy, the Kingdom Hearts soundtracks. Uh, she's so good. And I love when there are women involved with major IPs because it's not just it's not often that that happens. I think she was also involved with some tracks on Final Fantasy 7 Remake. But yeah, it's just it really. It just massages the soul. Like I said, it gets me in touch with my inner child but it's just really soothing and it's art it's just listening to art and really because it's fantasy it's very fantastic it just takes me to another world and I love that shit it's just really relaxing and again it's perfect for doing art clean up the house and now I'm on my own, my own place. I'm blasting this bitch all goddamn day while I clean. You know, talk about how like our with black moms or other people of color where your mom woke you up on Saturday playing gospel music to clean the house. Up, oh, I don't wake up and turn Sony Mania and or Final Fantasy music on to get my clean on. And to navigate the world in my vehicles. So if you haven't already, check your streaming service. Namely, if you're on Spotify, because that's all I have experience with. But if you are a YouTube premium, YouTube music person, you can more likely access the entire discography as well as Overclock Remix. I'm not sure if they're still around, but they were like a little music collective and they would make their own soundtracks based off of music or video games and do like their own remixes or redos of music. They've been around for decades. I feel like decades, at least 10 years. 
before all this music was easily accessible. And I can, yeah, I'll get into like a whole episode on this. But yeah, go have a listen. Make sure you play the games. Send me a voice message. Let me know your feels, your favorite soundtracks, your favorite tracks, really. And thanks just for tuning in because mm, so delicious. Deep within the muse is an unending laneverse. It begins and ends with the madam. You can discover that side of me, the commercial artist, or really just the artist, who just wants to make shit and not think about the money things and taxes and business expenses. But alas, that is existence. But I will not surrender. In light of that, you can follow my development on personal projects such as Orange 91, which is my personal biannual anthology that features my character short stories and also contains illustrations of them. So it's very magical realism kind of deal and just being very experimental with my style, with the kinds of tools that I use to make art and just making a great storytelling experience as I built the foundation to having my shit animated. It's ultimately the goal. There are aspects of the Indo-Kanban that show up in the Laneiverse and on my platforms, namely on TikTok. But if you're curious about how my sweet dance moves break creative blocks and manifest the magic of all things needed in my universe, in my place of this etheric realm, Hop on over to there at Lane Face on TikTok. Also Instagram, where I mainly just port shit. Um, you can also connect with me on Facebook. If you can find that link somewhere, <laughs> find me. Um, not really that committed to Facebook. But YouTube will be rolling out. I'm rolling out monthly videos. So just focusing on my creative business, my creative project development, and just my growth as a creator through and through without all the bells and whistles and noise and annoyance of society, just as a being. So hop on over to the links and again, the show notes, the Laneiverse will have a website by the end of summer 2022 but while you wait you can check out some of my previous artwork and wares at laneware.com which will also be developing over the course of 2022 i will meet you there the art is personal but you're welcome all right thank you for tuning into this episode of faded breaks As I've been saying again and again, feel free to share your beautiful opinions via the voice message link in the show notes. Let me know your favorite tracks, what you're smoking, stuff you'd suggest that I try, topics that you'd like covered. And yeah, it's just getting more interactive as (laughs) it's been months 
since I've been talking about hosting a live discussion. But as a work in progress, we'll get there by the end of this year. <laughs> you will have a live discussion. In any case, give me a follow on Twitter at Alanth Muse on Instagram at Faded Lane for podcast updates and to eventually hop on to the live discussions. I do live recording. I go live on Twitter and Instagram and eventually LinkedIn. LinkedIn of all places. Well, LinkedIn to record these episodes so i do that once i may do about twice a week just to stay ahead of schedule but that recording happens every saturday at 7 30 p.m eastern standard time again that is on instagram and twitter if you'd like to drop in have a little comment see how i put this magic together and be sure to share this experience with someone else who enjoys cannabis and nerd media or anime. And make sure to subscribe, turn on the notifications for when episodes drop every Monday at 11.08 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And check out the show notes for any links that are relevant to your interests, especially after listening to those delectable ads. And I will... S- speak to you i won't see you i might see you online but you'll hear from me again next week keep listening stay beautiful and get faded